Hello, welcome back to the Let's XP Geek and Gaming Podcast. This is episode number 19, the first of our episodes where we're trying out something a little bit new. We just started off as only games, but we expanded to anything that's, you know, geeky culture, whether it's sci-fi, superheroes, things like that. We're still going to be talking about video games, but tonight we are talking about Paul Fairhoven's 1990 masterpiece Total Recall, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Gentlemen, did you get your Astamaz? See you at the party, Victor. In your mind. <laughs> Two-headed monsters. Yeah, oh, I love this movie. That's great. Nice but... knowing you. <laughs> well, what's up with you guys? How you doing? Great. I'm, I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to do uh, movies. You know, it was like the one hole I was missing. Like I do horror. I do game. I really want to talk about geeky movies. And this is it's giving my yeah, chance. What? I'm so excited. I wanted to watch this movie as fresh as possible, so I watched it yesterday, which I guess is the 12th, um, July 12th, and watching it the whole time, I was like, this, I kept pausing it and rewinding, pausing it and rewinding, because there's just so many fucking amazing, funny things in it, and a few things that I was like, oh, annoying, but I love it, man. We'll we'll get there. Yeah, we'll we'll get get there. there. I'm excited. We'll get to the show, and we'll get to the good stuff. Woo! Um, What you guys been up to? Anything going on? I saw your boy Connor McGregor lose. He did. He uh, snapped his fucking leg in half. So fuck, it was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah, stayed up. We had some dip. We had some chips, and then the fight was over in uh, what four minutes or something like that. So you watch yeah. it with your Kentucky boys or what? With my family. What are you doing, Steve? Not much, man. Just uh, watching a ton of movies and TV shows and. That's about it. <laughs> Living the life, playing that game. I'm play- I'm going through uh, you know, Plague's Tale, almost done. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward. Amicia, to I'm scared. Amicia, <laughs> save me. God, the Shut worst. up and stay right here. Shut up. <laughs> like this thing's supposed to be set in France, but no one has a French accent. It's just the best. Like I, so I play this game, imagining you raging at just the dialogue alone. Yeah, it's uh for sure. Yeah, be, I guess. I don't know. Being the American I am, I'm like, all right, I don't see anything wrong with this French accent. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, I'm no French expert, but I know it's probably terrible. So. Yeah. Well, there's not see, much going on. Hate that kid. <laughs> I played a Leave couple. Leave Hugo uh, alone. I played a couple. I, mean, I think I'm on like chapter eight. I played a couple in front of my son. And he was like, that kid needs to shut up. I'm like, I know. <laughs> yeah, They're shit. in this freaking wasteland. And he's like crying and screaming. Like, shut up, kid. You know though that um that Xbox Series X upgrade, the facelift they gave it, uh, world of difference for me personally. It, it looked pretty damn good to begin with too. I so. didn't like it in the beginning. I thought it was no. pretty uh, like I like I had sent in the the chat that I was like fucking motion sickness. The camera was weird. The graphics weird. Sucked. You get motion sickness from like a third person. It just right. it's got like this blur to it, and that was what was Turn bothering off motion me. Motion blur. In Maybe your I should, uh, Xbox on my I think TV. You can do that. I think it's on the tv as well so, like it's smooth or something like it's smooth auto aliasing or some shit like that i don't know hey steve i want to hear your rage i want you to expand on your rage for this ghost of tsushima ps5 upgrade real quick for fuck's sake so uh playstation has started to do this thing where all their games suddenly have a director's cut um <laughs> which is fine you know that to me that's just essentially dlc uh just worded fancily and i don't mind paying for dlc but where I think Sony is really dropping the ball is tr- charging people to upgrade from PS4 to PS5 on their own games. Um, I think that's just fucking robbery. 
there's no reason for it <laughs> and ghost of tsushima uh there's a few Such issues a with that game. one in particular one it's like what twenty dollars to upgrade from ps4 to ps5, PS5 and, yeah. and that's not even getting the director's Including. cut yep. uh, to get the director's cuts an extra 10 bucks so it's 30 bucks and if you want the haptic feedback which is a ps5 uh a feature Expensive. you have yeah. to get the $30 version you can't get the $20 version it's only with with the director's cut and I think Sony is just really not doing a service to their fans you know but meanwhile on Xbox we're getting everything through smart delivery so it's free upgrade from Xbox uh, one he's mad the series <laughs> x plus we're getting all these great deals because of game pass man what the fuck is Sony doing like I just don't understand why they're so doing this I looked I looked today right before we got on the show and there was a tweet that came out on Twitter and uh, a tweet on Twitter, obviously, right? Um, and they said that this new content is going to be with between 15 to 20 hours. So it's essentially like a, a pretty, I mean, it's longer than Plague Tale. So I'm not really too upset about it, man, because that game is worth every penny, like I told you. But I get what you're saying. I mean, Game Pass is cornered the market, right? Right now. And PS5, I don't know. I'm, yeah, I still think Sony uh... has better titles. It, it does, but it's like that's their last card, right? And if they lose that card, damn, <laughs> it's, it's going to be a world of hurt for them. But now they're doing this with Death Stranding. They're doing this apparently with Bloodborne. It's I didn't just, ask for Death Stranding, I promise. Yeah, no no wonder Hideo Kojima wants to go to Xbox, <laughs> you know? It's like... Oh, everyone's pissed off about that, the Kojima exclusive right, with Xbox. Good. Yeah, yeah, they are. Anyway. Uh, whatever it doesn't matter but uh hey tomorrow which is uh the 14th you you guys won't listen to this show till a week from now but uh loki season finale man i wa- i wanted to predict it but some asshole over here is so busy doesn't watch that stuff he's too cool that so. was a requirement i thought a requirement was total recall and plague tale i didn't know we had to watch but it's just loki. marvel come on that's like saying like oh yeah <sighs> I'm interested in Loki, to be honest with you. You what? know, I like I liked Falcon. I like Winter Soldier. So I was into their show. I liked uh, Vision and Wanda. And but in, I'll watch it. I'm just not in a rush unless we make it a thing. You know. Come on! Don't bullshit me. <laughs> Stick around. I honestly, I see. I shared the sentiment. I mean, I thought Loki was a cool villain. Um, but I'm watching this just because number one, it's Marvel, and it's supposed to lead into the new phase with the multiverse and stuff. So. Um, right. I have some feelings. I can't wait till tomorrow, man. I can't wait to see who the the ultimate big bad is, and um, you know, I want to prove Steve wrong for once. I want to be right about something. So, yeah. and the the thing I like about the Loki show, without spoiling anything, is I, I like the uh, kind of space aspect of Marvel. Like, I also liked you know a Falcon Winter Soldier because it's like Earth stuff. Uh, it was similar with Black Widow, but I really love kind of the when it's the bigger outer space characters because the possibilities are like endless and now they're fucking with time and stuff and uh, yeah. multiverses and stuff and it's just really cool because there are limitless possibilities now i think this whole thing is for a way to get the x-men and the fantastic four and stuff into Absolutely. the into the universe because uh how else do you explain that they were absent throughout everything <laughs> you know variants uh, then right exactly by bringing them in so yeah, I'm, I'm 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 psyched to see where where Loki goes. I think it's going to be similar to uh, um, the Vision and uh, Wanda Vision. That it's going to yeah. be kind of a low key thing. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, lo- yeah. <laughs> oh shit! But uh, yeah, I know I'm I'm psyched. And then we got the trailer for What If, which is really cool. I'm really that looks really cool. Too, yeah. So. 
Todd probably hasn't seen that either. That uh, Chadwick Boseman's last like. Thing. Oh, just yeah. gonna be, that's gonna tug at the heartstrings, man. I, a, I I can't. It's a bummer, man. I have such a hard time watching Black Panther now or anything with him because it's so fucking depressing. He did such a great job in that role, and then you know, he got. Not only that, he did a lot of like good stuff for the community too. Like he was fuck huge absolutely for the for the community. So it's a big yeah, loss, it's man. Gonna, it's going to be a pleasure to hear him. It's also going to be sad, you know, knowing that's the last one. But uh, kind of before we really, really dive into the show, I had a couple things that I want to talk to you guys about real quick. Do you guys see any of this article with Stephen Dorff in his response okay. to? Uh, yes. Yes. Who the fuck cares, cares what right? Stephen Dorff has to say <laughs> yes, about Marvel? It, that, that's like me saying, "Oh shit, I love the <laughs> UFC. I wonder what Paris Hilton thinks about it." You know? Yeah. She'll, she'll, tell, she'll, tell, she'll tell you. Yeah, I she know, will. but who gives a shit? Like, she'll DJ it. Why is this news? <laughs> no, I no, I I'm absolutely with you, and I'm glad it triggered you like crazy because I thought the same thing. Like, number one, what the fuck is Steven Dorf doing, anyways, nowadays? Right? I mean, he did and, True Detective season three. Oh, yeah, but that was like one of the worst seasons nah, out of the was whole. The worst, one of the worst. I don't know. I, I I get what you're saying though. Yeah, but Steven Dorf, I mean, it's like when has Bull did his rant on Avengers, which is hilarious. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, Scarlett Johansson, that I, I saw that movie. I'll talk about it real quick on the What Watch, but Scarlett Johansson got a pretty big payday for doing that movie. The movie was not garbage. And Steven Dorf is probably gonna go straight to DVD here next, uh, his next film. So Sorry, Stephen Dorf, but fuck you, and you yeah, sucked in Blade. He was a good Blade villain, though. Give him that. <laughs> I hated him in Blade. Really? I, I liked him in Blade, but that was fucking almost thirty years ago. <laughs> like a Deacon Frost. When was, when was that movie? Twenty-five. Yeah. Daywalker. Twenty-one <laughs> years ago. It's crazy. Like, uh, put sunscreen on, wow. baby. I would. Do you guys believe these rumors that Hugh Jackman may possibly be returning in his role as Wolverine? I think, I think as yeah. as a cameo, but not as a full-fledged character. I think he, if he does come back, it'll definitely be for Deadpool three, and it'll be a supportive role. I think. I hope. I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. Th- and that that would make sense. Just kind of as a jokey Deadpool three thing, and yeah, that that would be. Fun. I mean, they dropped that Korg and uh, Deadpool reviews. Uh, for what's it called? Free, Free guy. guy trailer yeah. today. That was pretty fucking funny. That was hilarious. Yeah, that's He's right. Um, He's right though. I, I thought that movie came out forever ago (laughs) (laughs) back in last year or something (laughs) i'm looking Uh, forward to watching it to be honest Uh, yeah it's like a video game type thing so i'm kind of indifferent to it right now man it kind of just looks like the lego movie in real like yes exactly right real life lego movie uh Last couple things here real quick. Last two bullet points I have. The Last of Us TV show was announced uh, to have 10 episodes in its first season. I know they're filming it right now. I'm pretty excited about this show, guys. I I mean, with the exception of two, which Todd will throw in his blurb here any second now. Um, I can't wait to see what they do with the show. I can't wait to see what they do with their show. And 10 episodes, I think, is like that happy spot. You know, it's not too long. It's not too short. Um, I hope that season one isn't the first game i hope they spread it out a little bit because there's a lot of content in the first game mm. um and that behind that, the scenes shot of uh mandalorian in the fucking jeep i was like oh yeah yes nah, i'm excited man i can't wait to see what i want to see the uh the fucking clickers i want to see that makeup and hopefully it's more makeup and practical than it is cgi 
I want to see, uh, I forget the girl is playing Ellie, but I didn't think she was great in Game of Thrones. I liked her little character, but what? Her, I didn't think Leon, her was great. Liana Mormont? Sure. <laughs> that was her name. I, I just didn't think her, her acting was that great. So um, that's my biggest uh, worry is, is her skills. But I mean, obviously they cast her, so they have faith in her. So we'll see. We and, remember the king of the north and his name is Stark. Have you seen her in anything else? No, that's a, that's I, a I always give someone a second role to see if it's their acting or it was the role, you know. So who knows? Maybe she is a good actress, and it was just the way she. Did you? Or do you agree with me on her acting? I yeah yeah I I get what? exactly what yeah. you're saying, but I I'm willing to give her a shot and see. Sometimes you know it is just a role, so. It's hard I thought too. She was like a little she's, badass. She was well, young. Yeah. yeah, I guess it's hard okay. for me to be like, oh, this eight-year-old's being badass. You know what I mean? And like. It's hard to translate that. All right, let me get let me give you the comparison then because I know this is gonna fucking tickle your butthole. Liana Mormont actress versus Psycho Gorman. Oh fuck actress. Oh, God. <laughs> exactly. Mormont every day. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh last thing real quick. Who the fuck is gonna pay three hundred and fifty dollars for a new switch that does practically nothing that the new gen systems do? People that don't have one already. Ugh. I, I mean, this, the one that we have here is fine. The original one. I don't know who's going to pay the 350 I spent freaking 500 bucks on my Switch. Like, what? Yeah, like when it first... Well, I didn't get it when it first came out, though. I got it a few years ago. But it was like a bundle of stuff. But oh, Okay, well, that makes sense. I mean, it looks cool, but I don't have a need for it. I hardly play the one I have now. Same thing with me. Like, if ever I play my Switch, it's usually docked on my TV. So there's no point of me having an OLED screen if it's going to be hidden behind a dock, you know? So yeah, I'm like 99.9% on TV too. I rarely take it off. Oh, unless unless I'm traveling, earlier. but do I need fucking 4K display when I'm traveling? Like not really. It's, Is it even 4K display though? I thought it was just... Or 1080p, whatever the fuck uh, the Switch uh, does. I don't know, but uh, yeah. I mean, whatever. It's almost Is, the same. Is this replacing I... the regular Switch show? Because in that case, I'm fine so. with it. It's just like an upgrade to, for future people who buy it, you know? I mean, that's a good question. I, I read it as it was a replacement for the current Switch, but then the argument becomes the heavy price tag. You know, it's it's more expensive or as expensive as the Series, what is it, S? The, the white version of the Xbox? Yeah, Series S. And that one alone has more, you know, capabilities as far as like video and all that shit, so... I don't know. For me, that's I'm not getting it. I mean, I'm I'm happy with the 1080p basic version that switch. So, what they need Anywho. to do is pay somebody to redo their store and their online and everything. Yeah, for the ground up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rebuild the infrastructure. I wish freaking Microsoft would have done that rumor that they did a while ago, which like um, the Xbox Live or whatever going to Nintendo, but. Yeah, they talked about that for a long time for Game Pass being on yeah. Nintendo and having, yeah, that that would be something that they would need. But I just don't see it happening. I and mean, Game Pass maybe because now they're doing everything. Uh, you can play Game Pass anywhere. Yeah, mobile but, too. Uh, yeah, mobile. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. super easily now apparently too. Yeah. So that's it's awesome. I have a couple of Game Pass games on my uh, my laptop. Oh yeah, which ones? Um, uh, Age of Empires two and Command and Conquer. Nice. I love Age of Empires. Oh, it's amazing. You got to get the priest. I I send my guys to hunt that motherfucker down first every time. You got to kill him because that fucker will steal (laughs) all your units. (laughs) All right, guys, let's dive into this shit. What the fuck have you been watching lately? And playing. And playing. Uh, 
I talked about this in one of my anticipated games of 2021, and it's Chivalry 2. A uh, sequel to Chivalry 1 that was on PC, now it's on Xbox, and it's a first-person slash third-person. You can switch in between views. Medieval-style warfare game where you're literally either a bowman, um, a foot soldier, a knight, or whatever you want to be, and you're fucking running in the battle. It's uh, all like um, like conquest or like you got to charge across the open field and then you got to make it to the gate and then you got to blow over the gate or scale the walls, things like that. So it constantly shifting checkpoints until you get to the final thing where you kill a king or there's another level where you're like uh, in a gladiatorial match. It's just really cool. So you can play 40 players to 64 players online and it's ultra violent, like cutting heads off limbs. It's um, super funny because you can like customize your voice where you can sound like a little squire guy or like a bad <laughs> badass knight or whatever it is. But it's a super fun game, but there's a like extremely steep learning curve. You can't just pick it up and play. You gotta learn the timing. You gotta learn what you know style you like, things like that. So, chivalry. It's like two. a, is it like a low budget for honor game? Mm, I, I I didn't like for honor. Um, I thought it was like pretty much luck of the draw to win, like a duel. Yeah. Um, that's a good comparison, but no, I think it's more of a arcadey feel than like a timing you know what i mean gotcha and this but is all fun. pvp yeah right? it's all yeah you don't there's no story mode or anything like that gotcha yeah okay. you're just playing people cutting their heads off uh freeing prisoners stealing the gold things like that and it could be super frustrating like if you get hit by an archer but then you're like all right i'm gonna track that motherfucker down <laughs> and they're very weak so like they'll try to get you with the one shot arrow or something but you just dodge them and then you chase them around with a sword and it's, it's pretty fun Long range players kill the game, man. Not with that though, because the like the checkpoints are always shifting, and they don't have it where it's just like you can spawn kill. Like they'll spawn people from the side or whatever to kind of make it look like a siege warfare. Okay. So you got a bunch of like different dudes spawning in different locations. So that's fun. If if you're into FPS or like hack and slash or something like that, you'll definitely like it. But like I said, you can't just pick it up and load it. It's gonna take you quite a few games to get any kind of like rhythm down nice yeah yeah uh so i haven't played anything really other than uh, plague Tale, so i have nothing on that front but i did watch a few movies um the first of which is the mask of zorro from 1998 wow. starring antonio bandas i saw it in the theater with my mother yeah Puss in boots <laughs> Um, so the story is uh, basically Anthony Hopkins plays uh, Zorro and he goes on his last ride and saves California from uh, this evil guy and sends him back to Spain. But before he goes back to Spain, he figures out who Zorro is and he accidentally kills his wife, steals his baby and then puts him in jail, um, you know, to kind of rot in there. The story takes place 20 years later where he comes back to California with this whole plan to buy it from the Spaniards. And, uh, you know, the original Zorro wants to kill him. But mean, in meanwhile, Antonio Banderas, he's like a thief with his brother. His brother gets killed by the guy's main officer. So they meet at a bar and he trains him to become the new Zorro and uh, tried to get his daughter back. And the other guy falls in love with her. She's played by Catherine Zeta-Jones and... Ooh. The big adventure, and I really like it. I, I think it's an Howdy. awesome film. Uh, it's got a great score. 
it's 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 a fun film and it's something you know i think <laughs> i know mondo will get mad at this i think <laughs> mask of zorro is a better assassin's creed film than assassin's creed what <laughs> oh uh, you're insane like, the way he climbs buildings and stinks around and does the sword fights i think actually zorro would make an amazing assassin's creed game so oh my if ever you watch it again mondo think of it as an assassin's creed game and let me know what you think because i want to watch it just to listen to anthony hopkins accent if he has one he does a little bit yeah it's uh i love anthony hopkins so that was awesome um hello clarice hot in your nipples did it are, are we taking turns or are we doing all our stuff no, let's take turns all right cool so that's okay that's my first one uh then i'll start off with the most hilarious one for uh what i watched lately and I know the Discord's going to have fucking fun with this, and you guys will too. I successfully watched and completed Resident Evil Infinite Darkness on Netflix. All right. Wow. <laughs> Four episodes, uh, 30 minutes, and I thought it was pretty blah. Uh, it, I thought I felt like I was watching, like, the first episode seemed like I was watching, like, a Shrek from, like, the 90s. Um, it was cool. It progressed pretty well. It's cool to see the iconic characters like Leon and and Claire and all that stuff but uh overall it's just super predictable super lame I honestly wouldn't waste two hours watching it like I did um but I wanted to have some kind of notch on my belt after last episode's humiliation humiliation um and then playing as far as playing um oh, oh uh, uh, that's your one baby we gotta move on okay okay well, move around robin it Ooh, yes sue <laughs> <laughs> right. me dickhead <laughs> my last one of the night is a new movie called the tomorrow war which has been on amazon oh, prime chris pratt. chris pratt starring chris mckay directing from the lego movie it is about um modern day around our time right now and then like 30 years in the future there's a war that humanity is losing to these aliens and the humans of the future develop time travel where they can jump back to our present time and ask for recruits to go help fight them in the war otherwise we all go extinct or whatever so uh, the world comes together and they create a draft where everyone, every citizen from around the world goes to fight. They do seven day tours, which sounds really stupid because seven days, what the fuck are you doing in seven days? <laughs> um, but uh, eventually Chris Pratt, he gets drafted. He goes to the front and he's an ex, oh, even, anyway, he's an ex soldier and a biologist. So we know what's oh, going to happen there. Convenient. Yeah. He gets drafted and he goes to the war. He leaves behind his hot wife and his little daughter, which hmm, might play a little part later. <laughs> uh, but he goes to the war. I thought the story was like very like rushed and spotty at times. Like tonally, it shifted a little bit too often for my for my taste. However, the action was awesome. The, the creatures look really freaky and scary and stuff like that it does have a lot of conveniences where like oh my bolts don't work now but in two seconds they're gonna cut this fucking monster's head off so like a lot of like convenient plot points and plot armor for the characters things like that um but overall i liked it i think people are overthinking it it's a fun stupid sci-fi movie with a cool premise good action um great effects and chris pratt i, I like the guy and uh yeah i'd recommend it tomorrow war I'm going to watch it now. I was holding it off because I heard nothing but bad things, but definitely it's free on Amazon Prime too, right? So Yeah. Yep, they bought it. Gotta watch. Cool. Awesome. 
Uh, so my second of three films that I'm uh, that I watched this week is uh, so I was trying to find an Arnold movie that I hadn't seen, and I found this one over on Tubi. It's from 2017, and it's called Aftermath. So huh. this is the story. Uh, so Arnold is um, a a dad, and he's going to the airport to pick up his wife and pregnant daughter, and he's very excited about it. Um, and meanwhile. It follows him and a guy who works in a traffic control uh, tower. And the guy makes an unfortunate mistake. So two planes collide with each other and Arnold's wife and pregnant daughter die in the crash. So the story follows kind of the fallout from his perspective as, you know, the survival of like having victims as family and the air traffic controller guy who has to live with the mistake that he made and having like reviews on him and the media after him and stuff like that. Is this in the breaking bad universe? No, (laughs) I know. Right. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So the story is pretty slow. Not a whole lot of (laughs) goes on, you know, it's basically the two of them brooding and dealing with their problems in their own ways until, you know, a good hour and a half later, they finally meet and stuff happens, but uh, it's an interesting film. It's, It's, I always liked, Arnold even when he's kind of a toned down um human side of him but like a drama role yeah it's a drama role and you kind of want inside that he's going to go on some like fucking revenge rampage or something (laughs) of course that's what he's knows for because it's Arnold right (laughs) yeah but no it's a very toned down movie it's slow but it is good it's well acted he does a really great job of it uh, trigger warning he does get naked in it so oh i'm watching it even more now yeah. Fuck does, that. He, does he go uh, full dong no no just uh ass uh, i don't want to know about it then <laughs> he doesn't go terminator one dong full no, dong he doesn't, he doesn't go terminator one dong <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I would soft recommend it it's not a great film was he but... soft <laughs> <laughs> probably uh, but it's, it's an okay film and i'm happy i saw it but it's not something i'd watch again you said it was called aftermath aftermath yeah and i found it on tubi well, shit, when you were explaining it, I thought it sounded very similar to fucking Collateral, where yeah, know, his wife and daughter die, right. <laughs> and he's a fucking firefighter. <laughs> I remember that one got, like, canceled because that 9-11 happened right around that Yeah, one, right around the... Yeah. Yeah. I watched I it a few one. times. Yeah. It is, it's actually an okay. It's one. It's a typical Arnold role. Like I'm like a firefighter. Like <laughs> you killed my wife. You killed my daughter. I'm going to travel out the country to find you and kill you. What's like that, that one where he's... uh? The sixth day, right? Where he's fucking. Oh, I watched that, that one twice in the, like the last <laughs> month. That movie sucks. <laughs> I fucking hate that movie. Eraser. I don't know. Eraser uh, cool. scared the shit out of me with their futuristic guns and shit. I was so scared as a child that somebody was going to come to the house and shoot through my house and kill me with those futuristic guns, not just a normal drive by. Not a normal <laughs> California drive by. <laughs> not a normal California drive by. <laughs> it's just a Tuesday. Uh, yeah, you know. Are, are uh, so, we doing? Are we doing three titles or two tonight? I'm doing three because. Okay, I'll do three. All right, cool. Yeah, I've got three, which I think I share one with with Steve. But um, my second one, I did this Todd because we talked about it on the chat, and it finally came to shutter. I know this is not horror squad, but I had to watch it, and that's Near Dark. Um, yes, I hope you like. I I absolutely love seeing Bishop Vasquez and Hudson all on screen. I, I guess they, I guess they did this movie right around the same time they did aliens right um same year i didn't absolutely love it but i did enjoy it it was cool to see adrian pasdar on there whatever his last name is 
um it was a cool premise and i liked it and i liked the acting in it like you said fucking uh bill paxton just absolutely fucking killed this role i loved it and um i enjoyed it it was it was different it was cool i liked the the gore and stuff in it so near dark was a pleasure it was a fun watch all right all right i'll take it my turn yes sir all right. Well, I'm doing a world tour of horror. If you've heard of that on the Horror Squad podcast, I'm trying to watch a horror movie from each country. However, not every country has a horror movie, especially the uh, Middle East and some of the island nations. So this one is from Iraq called Mosul, and it's an action war movie based on the current events. Well, I guess they've been defeated for a while in Iraq now, but from ISIS when they're at their uh, height of terror, those fucking cocksuckers. Um, yeah. But we follow ice, uh, these Iraqi police and former policemen that are now special forces in Mosul, Iraq, uh, hunting down ISIS members, killing them. Oh, good freaking movie, man. Uh, I can't pretend to remember their names because it's kind of hard for me to follow like, you know, foreign sounding names. No offense to anybody. I'm sure it's the same for them. Um, but we're following these policemen. They're just fucking awesome. Starts out where these two uniformed police officers have ISIS members. Um, held in the police station that's getting overrun by ISIS. So there's like a big shootout. The ISIS guys that they have captured are telling them, like yelling to their comrades, saying where the police officers' movements are. They're running out of ammo, blah, blah, blah. They're about to get wasted when Special Forces shows up, kills the ISIS guys, and tells the cop that survived, like, hey, you're in our group now, dude. We got to go. So he goes from being a uniformed police officer to a soldier, going around Mosul just fighting. Annihilating. Yeah, but the good thing about this movie is n- uh, not a single character is safe. Like, you think this guy's going to be a lead, or this guy's going to be the heartthrob, or this guy's going to be the funny one, whatever. No one's safe. Uh, a lot of people lose their lives, like in war. Um, brutal war fighting, and they do a really cool thing, too, where, I mean, that region is confused already, and they're all in the same radio frequency. So you have ISIS talking shit directly to the soldiers, the soldiers talking shit directly back to them. It's pretty haunting stuff, and uh, it's a really good movie. It's on Netflix. It wasn't shot in Iraq, obviously, because there's a lot of turmoil over there, but um, speaks to their language, so I really enjoyed that. So Mosul, Netflix, 2019. That's now two movies I got to watch, Aftermath and Mosul. It sounds like the the, uh, Rogue One version of real-life events. No one is safe. Everyone can die. Yeah, it's good. Um, all right, so my last one today is uh, a movie I'd only watched in parts on a plane. I never actually watched the whole thing, and I thought it'd be the perfect time to check it out. And that's 2012's Total Recall, which I watched yeah. on Netflix. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, you guys know the story because we're reviewing the original Do Total I? Recall. Do I, though? But uh, the difference between the one we're reviewing and this one is that... Uh, Instead of interplanetary stuff, uh, the population now lives in concentrated areas. So they live either in Great Britain and parts parts of Ireland or Australia, and the rest of the world is vacant. And they travel between the two going through this like kind of tube that goes through the earth, like to go from one side to the other. Connected universe to the core. But, yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> um and so it follows, uh, you know, the, the main guy who he's unhappy with his life, uh, his wife, you know, and everything like that. So he goes to welcome to my world to uh, become a, you know, a super, and like a, oh my God, a, an agent and stuff like that. So How it's really unhappy with Kate Beckinsale, though. I'm just saying. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I'm just saying, Colin Farrell, what the fuck are you thinking? 
seriously. Um, so yeah, anyway, <laughs> the story is pretty much the same. It just doesn't have the heart that the original has. Uh, being all on Earth, it's not very interesting. The like the colors of the film are very muted. It's all like whites and grays and browns, whereas fucking Total Recall has like so all over the cool. fucking place. Yeah, it's like visually shit. super awesome. Uh, it's there's just not a lot of fun to have be had in this movie. Like it's a good action film if that's what you're looking for but the rest is just kind of really bland it just uh, i don't like that there's no mutants and stuff which i love in the original and uh, we'll talk about part. that later they do have a few uh, clever nods to the original they have thank god the three boob lady <laughs> yes! the club, which they absolutely need to have then they have this little kind of gag where uh you see the two weeks girl uh, in line mm-hmm. at the airport but it's not actually her. That's an actual woman. It's the person behind her in line. That's uh, the main guy. It's just little clever nods like that. But overall, uh, very bland film. And I don't think it's that good at all, especially if you compare it to the amazing uh, original movie. So Total Recall 2012, not really recommended. I thought Greg Nicotero did the costume and stuff for that movie. I couldn't find it though. I could have sworn seen him in that show uh, Face Off and they had like a promo for when that movie was coming out and he had something to do with it, I thought. For, for which one? The original? For No, no, no. For the for newer the one. That's yeah. Cool. It's possible. I, I, I thought he did. I don't know. The guy does everything. So yeah, he does, he um, my last what watch I thought I had in common with Steve, but I guess not. And I'm not going to talk about it too much because I'm hoping maybe somewhere down the road we cover it. I don't know if you saw it, Todd, but uh, the, the family and I, went to our first big uh, movie viewing since Quiet Place 2, which had like three people in the theater. We went to go watch Black Widow. And I absolutely enjoyed the shit out of this movie. Um, seeing Red Guardian played by, uh, fuck, what's his name in real life? David Harbour. Sheriff Hooper. Yeah, David Harbour. <laughs> Sheriff Hooper. Sheriff Hooper. <laughs> Hauser. <laughs> He was, he just really, I loved him. He, he was really good in that show or that movie, excuse me. I heard he steals um, it. He does, to me personally, yeah. he, he does an absolutely fantastic job. And I mean, it, it kind of started off a little like, oh, that's, this is what it's going to be. And once the movie really takes off and he's really introduced, you're like, holy shit, this guy's fucking hilarious. He I plays Red Guardian, right? You said? Yeah, Red Guardian. Remember, um, and then, uh, not, to, not to derail you, but no, I remember good. like a really cool comic from Red Guardian. I, it wasn't featured; he wasn't featured in it, but it was. Uh, I think it was Captain America Disassembled, where Red Guardian tries to take something and just they just like execute him. It was fucking there, a really cool scene. There is there's some dialogue in there, um, or monologue, whatever you want to. I think it's monologue, right? Steve, correct me if I'm wrong. My monologue is when it's just one person talking, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he he brings up Captain America, and and that mm. whole fucking thing was just. It's fucking hilarious, but and then I'm Flor- Florence Pew, is it Pew? Yeah, I absolutely. She, I mean, if David Harbour steals it on the male side, she steals it on the female side, man. She is absolutely fucking spectacular in it. Um, it was a really good watch. If you haven't seen it, definitely watch it. It's worth the money to to watch on Disney Plus. I haven't. I watched it in theaters. I haven't watched it at home again, but I will be renting it uh, this week to to sit there. And that after credit scene at the very end it's so worth it so worth it so that is black widow it's awesome for sure all right see or you haven't seen it yet todd or no no i haven't oh that's a movie night i'm about to fucking sell you some money so you can watch that shit. i, I got it on my service but oh it's so much fun it. 
Yeah. Um, we did get some listener questions tonight. Steve, Ooh. you you had one, um, but it's pretty similar to one that we uh we got submitted well, so I'm just going to combine them. But before we get to the specifics for Total Recall, we did have one question uh, that, Steve, you asked me earlier uh, to make sure to bring it up. And this was actually put on the Horror Squad uh, Discord, and it was from Weezerface. And this question was directed to, to <laughs> our boy in Canada, Steve. It says, uh, hey, this question is for Steve, but everyone chime in if you can. Why do Canadians pronounce mario that's the way we, i say it why do they pronounce it mario i guess is the way steve says it uh i never heard an american say it like that and it's not the way nintendo japan people say it i'm wondering where the pronunciation mario. came from and also how does everyone here say it so i don't so, know if you want i'll go first mario 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 <laughs> mario <laughs> uh it, i don't know if you caught up with it on the discord for you guys on horror squad but there was a, a pretty lengthy discussion which was pretty funny uh because it started off as mario versus <laughs> mario versus mario and then it turned into saw versus sar <laughs> everyone's just roasting joe relentlessly <laughs> It was it was funny, man. I, I think I might have said the Sar versus Saw thing, um, but I don't know. I don't know. I guess you know different parts of the world. You know, everyone's got different accents or introduced to it in certain ways. And say, say you know who Mario Lopez is, right? Steve, obviously, right? Yeah, Saved by Mar the Bell. Mario say, Lopez. Sarah, Mario Lopez. See, there he is, Mario. Yeah, yeah. Mario. I, I got to admit, when we first started doing this podcast, um, you know, when early on, one of the things you talked about was was Mario, and you would say Mario, and I'd have to mute myself because I was laughing a lot. <laughs> I was like, it's funny. What are we talking about? What game is Mario? Oh, there's, Mario? There's got to be words that we say that doesn't but make wait, sense. What about Luigi? It's, why, why would that be different? I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> Luigi? It's, it's Mario. So Luigi. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the exact details on why, but I think it's hilarious regardless. It's good material. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, this is this uh, question from both Steve and from Horror Fan Ryan. Um, I'm going to read what Horror Fan like Ryan Like our Steve said it? Like our Steve, yeah, brought it no. up initially, which obviously Todd didn't read it in the Discord, Steve. I, I've been you are, are the, on that. I've been you have that. been. I, I applaud you. This was actually, I think, uh, in the in the private messages that we sent to each other. But uh, would any of you sign up for a Total Recall-style vacation? If so, what would you pick? Secret agent, action movie hero, what would what do you got? And it's similar I, I to what Steve has. Okay. So I'll let you guys take it first because I have some silly ones, but then I've got a really – we, we got Steve. Uh, for me, what I would do is I would love to do the War of the Rings in Lord oh, of the Rings. You know, so awesome. be in the Fellowship and kind of follow it through until, you know, the coronation of Aragorn. Uh, I think that would be just a cool, you know, vacation. Now, obviously, you know, that journey takes a year <laughs> in uh, the book, but, and probably in the movie as well, they don't really address it. So I'd want to kind of a, uh, quick version kind of like the movies but uh i think that would be a cool vacation just to be part of the fellowship and experiencing all those awesome lord of the rings locations and uh, i think that would be an awesome like recall for me to do so that'd be, probably be my choice so i can't be dirk diggler like i said in the discord if you want <laughs> <laughs> dirk diggler. i 
Yeah, I initially put on there that I'd, uh, I put a meme that I was going to be fucking Dirk Diggler <laughs> because, you know, who wouldn't want to do a recall where you're a fucking porn star with like a nine inch cock? But uh, yeah, you fucked Julianne Moore for the whole movie. So, well, uh, fuck it. I'll take it. Silence of the Lamp style, baby. The terrible sequels and stuff with Jody, not Jody Foster. Um, I definitely have to go something Star Wars, man. Uh, primary. I would love, I mean, I guess I could go with like the easy choices, like, oh, you could be like a Jedi or you can be a fucking. Uh, scoundrel or mandalorian or something but for me i'd like to fucking do like those uh ship to ship dog battles in space and on the surface man like something along those lines like the um you guys i know you're not much fans for the uh sequels but like some of those things with poe dameron especially in uh, the force awakens where they have that that uh, one fucking scene where he's just mowing down these tie fighters and stuff or even like han solo like i got a few maneuvers and continues to fly straight like I, I'd be down to to relive or or to play a recall where I'm fucking like some starship pilot in space. That'd be dope. So I guess it's like, so we're doing recalls only. All right. Um, I thought about this, but then when you guys were talking, I thought about different ones. I got two. One, I would love to do like a space opera adventure, maybe like 2001: A Space Odyssey, something like that. Something nice and slow, yet epic. Um. Because that's something, let's face it, we're never going to be able to do in our lifetime because we're a little bit, we were born a little bit too early for like the space age and all that stuff. So um, that'd be awesome to do. But then I want to do some crazy shit, man. I would love to be like, I fought with Johnny Rico against the freaking bugs oh, shit. <laughs> on Clendathio. <laughs> you want to live forever? I got Ironside screaming at me. I got uh, Dizzy wanting to bang me in the tent. I got Denise Richards banging the freaking Starship pilot, Xander, who I hate. But who'd you bang first, Denise Richards or fucking Ziggy? We were banging Denise Richards in high school, so you're good. Well, I mean, it's implied, but no, he he hits. He cannot hit it. He's a star fucking quarterback. He's a star football player. <laughs> Doing um, somersaults on the fucking field and shit. Oh, it's great. <laughs> I, it's one of my favorite movies. Paul Verhoeven's awesome. So I would love to relive that. Um, obviously, I don't want PTSD from like the battles or anything. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm like sticking next to Rico the entire time. Well, I guess in Clendathio, he almost dies, but... Yeah, yeah I was like, um, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing Starship Troopers, man. That would just be epic. Like, what more do you want? When I was 10 years old watching that, it's, you know, you got space soldiers fighting giant bugs with hot naked chicks, ultra-violent. It's every boy's dream. So, Starship Troopers. You know, if we were going to base this question on, like, something, like, more realistic and grounded, I would definitely love to know what it's like to, to be, like, a fucking Playboy millionaire with so much fucking money that you'd never have to worry about like a fucking bill or how you're going to make your next payment. If we're just grounded in reality, but wouldn't that be depressing though? I don't think you know so. It's not real. Well, yeah. I mean, just don't fucking wake me up for a minute, I guess, you know, I mean, just leave me in the lobotomized state. Lobotomize me. Recall, recall, recall. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's move on real quick. Uh, Captain amazing 85, our boy, Chuck, uh, he sent in some questions uh, to piggyback off of Ryan's question. The one that we just answered, could every Arnold movie be considered a sequel to total recall because they could be all implanted memories. I mean, I guess theoretically, right. All his movies yeah. can be sequels. Predator. I want to play Delta a Delta operator in the jungle trying to rescue diplomats, but I'm chased by a predator. Yeah. That the true commando. <laughs> I was wanted to be a kindergarten teacher. <laughs> oh, it's not a tumor. 
<laughs> you guys have one uh, where I'm really stressed out about a Christmas present for my son. Right? Oh shit! Jingle on the way with fucking Sinbad of all people. Oh dude. gosh. And poor little Anakin Skywalker in that movie. <laughs> but I yeah, I Jay Lloyd man. I hope he gets it together. I really want to meet him. Uh, hopefully he's got like schizophrenia or something like that. Right? Yeah, but he he could be treated. Yeah, yeah, every, everyone's come around to Hayden, you know, recently. So I think I love Hayden though. I do too, but he got a lot of shit as well. Um, but thankfully everyone in those prequels got a lot of shit, man. Except for Obi Wan. Everyone loves Obi Wan. Well, fuck yeah, it's you and McGregor. Come on, dude. Man crush, baby. Uh, Chuck's next question is: This movie has an iconic boob reveal that had many young boys pausing the movie back in the day. What other movie had an iconic scene that you paused? I'm going to take this one first because this is very easy for me. I'm sure you horror nerds have heard it and watched it before. Uh, but Species with Natasha Henstridge, there was a lot of uh, towels and socks that no longer live because of that movie. <laughs> that was definitely like my teenage rub one out movie for sure. It's a good one. It is. Amazing. Iconic nudity, huh? An iconic scene that you had to pause a few times. I mean, basic, I'm uh, not basic instinct. That was a little bit more before my time. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. You're going all crazy psycho. Uh, another Paul Verhoeven film. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But well, hey, I, I wouldn't, you know, I'd be lying if I didn't tell you I Googled Sharon Stone. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's amazing. <laughs> absolutely. Is it not mandatory? <laughs> um, the iconic actresses? No, what, what's the one with the freaking Denise Richards and she's banging Wild Things? Wild, wild, wild Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Golden yeah. movie right there. What about striptease? You guys ever watch striptease? Oh, yeah, striptease oh, more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that pool scene where she's like wildly crazy, like uh, oh, is it that one? No, I'm sorry, I was thinking of showgirls. Showgirls, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, another I, another Verhoeven film. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Paul Verhoeven night here. Yeah, we should have done a retrospective, <laughs> right? <laughs> he has delivered on like, every what the fuck promise. You watching? It's showgirls. It's for research. <laughs> Uh yeah, showgirls, fucking striptease. The guy knows what he's doing <laughs> when it comes to boobs and stuff. So, what about you, Steve? I know you've got a, like a fucking encyclopedia. It, it was actually Basic Instinct. Um, oh, oh nice. was it? Yeah, yeah. My dad had it on VHS, and uh, hey, come watch this. Uh, watch this movie with me, son. Yeah, I got to teach yeah. you something. No, no, it's it's one that was just in his collection. I watched on my own. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, you know that infamous scene that you need to pause to really get the full effect and yeah. to see the full bush. Yeah, well, no bush. No bush, buddy. I thought she did have bush. Nope. God, did I watch like an re-Google. edited version? <laughs> Damn it. Watch a Disney version or they like added bush. <laughs> <I did. laughs> they CGI'd it in there. I thought, see, I thought Steve was going to say, what's that movie? Is it with Michael Douglas and Glenn Close? <laughs> oh, no, I don't want to see Glenn Close. What the fuck? No. <laughs> <laughs> 103 like a... Dalmatians or something? <laughs> Uh, I was just making fun of the elder statesmen among us. <laughs> uh, shit. Chuck's oh, shit. Uh, no, 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 no. I, ha- I have my true true answer here that I just remembered. Throw Did it. you guys ever watch Under Siege? Yep, with uh, Seagal. Oh, my. Okay, yeah. Seagal, I don't like Seagal. But Under no, Siege is an amazing weirdo. movie. Plus, the girl comes out of a birthday cake. I fucking reround that positive. That's with Tommy, that Tommy Lee Jones, right? Mm. Is he the bad guy in it? He's no. like the rock star in the submarines, right? I don't think that's Tom Lee. Or just a train one. What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) There's the one where he's the Navy, the Navy SEAL, former Navy SEAL who's a cook in the submarine, and then yeah, that's over. All right, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, you're right, you're right, right. Tom Lee. I know I'm right. Yeah, it's fucking Tom Lee. I was thinking about Gary Busey though. Gary Busey's in this too. 
Um, yeah, he is when he dresses as a woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Siege, though, is, is a fucking gem. Oh, it's on Netflix too. I should watch it. <laughs> I'm going to um, watch it right the now. The girl comes out <laughs> of the birthday cake and she's banging. So that's my most one. Those 90 movies, you know, the, the John Claude Van Damme's, the Steven Seagal's and stuff, like they always had like that one hot ass chick who fucking did yeah. not leave anything to the imagination. Whew. I'm going to have to pick a good one. <laughs> uh, okay, last question from Chuck is, what planet would you want to explore if it were possible? My initial knee-jerk reaction is Uranus. <laughs> but it's no longer a planet, right? No, it is. It, it is Pluto that's not a planet anymore. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not visiting Uranus, though. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what what planet would you want to visit? Does that have to be a real it's, planet? I mean, I guess it well, does. I mean, it's kind of all the, boring, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I I want to visit Venus. <laughs> I don't know if we're doing grounded like real planets. What's the biggest one? Is it Saturn? Jupiter is bigger. Jupiter, it's, all, it's all gas, so there's nothing. To well, so I'm all gas too, so we'd get along just fine. <laughs> right. What about you guys? For me, it'd be Mars, I guess, because it's the one that's closest to, you know, you can actually walk on. Um, well, if I can see Arnold on there, don't you? Yeah, but the moon would be awesome. What's that, Val Kilmer, what's that Val Kilmer movie? Red Mars? Uh, no, it's not uh, good. Red, red, red Planet. Red Planet. There was two not, very similar ones that came yeah, out like around the same like time. Mission to Mars and Mission Red Planet. Mars, yeah. <laughs> not Ghost um, of Mars? Ghost of Mars is fun, man. I know you don't <laughs> like it, but it's fun. It's got Natasha um, Hensridge in it, so. It does. An ice cube, right? Yeah, but why the fuck Ice Cube? Come on. So unbelievable. Hey, man, I'm a tough guy. And well, now he's like, Daddy could take care of part three. So, I don't know. Um, if, uh, planet. Yeah, I don't know about any plans, but what about like um, Titan, one of the, the moons? The moons that's supposed or something? To have, like, yeah, what's supposed to have life on it or something right now. Right. That's just, it, it, it honestly bums me out that like we'll never be able to go to space. I know they're making like great Not in strides. our lifetime. No, yeah. They're making great strides, obviously, but like it's never like this movie right here, you can just go to fucking Mars on vacation. It's so badass. I know, like, where do you want to go on vacation? Mars, Saturn? Oh, okay, I'll go here. It's like, fuck, yeah. dude. I said Mars. <laughs> I said Mars. And I have comments on that later. But uh, <laughs> I, I, you know what? I wish Pluto was still a planet because I'd like to go to one of the fucking coldest planets and hopefully find, like, frozen life and shit, you know? Like, uh, like fucking The Thing. John Carpenter's The Thing. That'd be Dude, come to Canada guy. first and see what how you <laughs> deal with it before you go to Pluto. I would do Pluto. it. No, 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 that, no, Steve. Start them off small. Come to Kentucky first, which is a fraction of Canada. <laughs> then you can go up to the big leagues. What's the coldest it gets to in Kentucky? Uh, we had a. Well, Steve's gonna laugh at this, but we had a. I think <laughs> the third year I was here, we had like a week that was like negative ten for a whole week straight. <laughs> but yeah. Wow. But uh, on average, like it's probably 40. like, in average, the worst is probably like five degrees Fahrenheit, and then the rest is like standard 20s i love like the that. cold man i would love to experience it so thanks for the invite steve once you guys open your border maybe i'll go over yeah because here uh i've seen it go up to negative 40 uh, Jeez, which fucking is, crazy. i'm just trying to see what the uh is that like piss turning to okay, fucking well, solid in there negative 40 is negative 40 in fahrenheit and celsius Jesus. so yeah it's cold uh, as fuck it should just say cold as fuck it's like, like, put, like put this way your, your eyeballs start freezing after, oh shit! After a few minutes, that's disturbing because, because the water in your eyes. So, yeah, that that, 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 that's it's, it's a good time. Let me tell you. <laughs> I want to see like the crazy Russian dudes who like jump in the ice cold fucking water, man. 
no I don't think deal. they're doing that in negative 40, though. <laughs> I don't know, dude. That fucking water is way colder. So. You know, Anyways. A, fi- a fictional planet I'd like to visit? I mean, there's so many in Star Wars, but... Naboo? Um, Naboo's uh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm rereading Dune right now, getting ready for the movie, so I'd like to go to Ericus or, you know, Planet Dune, whatever you want to call it. Got massive sandworms. That'd be cool to see. Could I kidnap a, a Wookiee from Kashyyyk sure. and bring him back with me? You gotta take him to the Force oh. Moon of Endor, though, to hang out first with the little bastards. I'm gonna learn that Shriwook just so I can have a fucking Wookiee. So, anyways, you guys ready for some trivia? Sure. Yeah. So the, points, scores. the points are as follows Steven, a commanding lead with 44 points. Mondo behind him, second place, 29. Myself, third place, 23. This is game number 14, but now we're allowed to talk about anything. Movies. Yeah. Anything. So I'm going to do all book questions so you'll never get them right, you fucker. Well, actually, Mondo, you read a lot of Star Wars books. I do read a lot of Star Wars books. I absolutely do. All right. So I got to keep that in mind. Who would like to lead off? I will take it first, and I will tell you guys that all my questions are total recall related. So I hope you guys paid attention. Two out of three are mine for me, buddy. Oh, shit. We're about to start guessing some questions on the fly because I'm sure we got some similar ones. All right. (laughs) First one for the night. Total Recall is inspired by what short story? Um, oh. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> I know it's because it's written by Philip K. Dick. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 <laughs> it's, it's got a, a long title. It's a long title. Yeah, like you're. It sure is. It's like uh, fuck. Something like. Uh, <laughs> Like remember, I, this. I remember. Woo! Close. I don't. I don't fucking remember it. <laughs> it's, it's... Well, I get the point for Philip K. Dick. No, 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 you do not. <laughs> you guys give up? Um, I give up. It's like okay. Blade Runner's uh, "Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep?" It's something fucking crazy. Yeah. The I correct answer is, we can remember it for yes, you wholesale. That's it. Fuck! I knew it was <laughs> like wholesale it. or something. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's a bummer. Oh, All right. Yeah, that was a good one. All right. Total Recall related. Name one of the teams playing in game five of the World Series in this Samurais. Game. I'll accept it. Tokyo Samurais. Mm, nice. <laughs> Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. I would one not point. have known that one. <laughs> well, there goes one question I got to get rid of. <laughs> uh, so I don't have any Total Recall questions, right. <laughs> but they're all Arnold Schwarzenegger questions. Yes. <laughs> in Last Action Hero... What movie is Danny sucked into? Oh, um, Macbeth. In... Nope. Just watched this like four months ago. Um. Oh, it's the. Nah, yeah, I know what you're talking. Ah, no. I don't have a guess. So if you want to take another second guess, it's like Slater, fucking Jack Slater, something. I don't remember. <laughs> it's his movie. You're close. You want the last to... action hero? No, it's <laughs> there's a movie. It's like the Lethal Weapon version of fucking Arnold's character. You're very close, Mondo. Uh, I don't fucking know it, man. I know it's, it's probably like his name. If you're it's saying his you're name, close. but like Jack Slater four or some shit like that. You're so close. Uh, <laughs> so the actual answer is Jack Slater five. Uh, <laughs> Damn it! I, I Macbeth is just what he like dreams. He's one. Of, in yeah, the, it's one of class. them in there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that chick from uh, Happy Gilmore. Or Billy Madison's in there. She's fucking eyes the daughter, right? It's a babe. Yeah, that's right. She's a babe. 
that was a All pause right. one. That that was a frustration scene from Billy Madison when I was a kid. Oh yes, that's she's fucking, like quizzing uh, him. I'm like, what the fuck, Adam? Guess the right answers. <laughs> <Guess they're> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Question number deuce. How many credits for a two week trip to Mars via recall? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's um eight ninety nine. Todd with the point. Eight ninety nine. Plus, what's a mo- yeah. another three hundred music credits? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking rich or what? Fuck it, man. Imagine. Oh, I can't wait to talk about that scene because I have I have one comment for that shit. <laughs> I'm kind of worried that if I ask this question, you might have already had it, Mondo. Um, but I'm gonna try it anyway. Total Recall. This is my last Total Recall question. What hotel does you stay at? Oh, oh fuck. Holiday Inn. No. Uh, hold on. Oh. Ah, ah. Yeah, get to put it in your nose. <laughs> oh, I, I think I know. I, I'm you. <laughs> Let me know what I can get a second guess. The Ritz yeah, can... Hotel. All right, Steve. Uh, it's the Hilton. Hilton's correct. Ah, oh, fuck. It's okay. a, it's the the 2012 version where it's all in. Ah, oh, shit. I remember seeing the uh, the neon lettering once he gets there. But wrong way. So. All right. <coughs> second question. In Kindergarten Cop, what kind of <laughs> pet does Kimball bring into class? A uh, hamster. Uh, wrong. No. It's a ferret. A ferret. Yeah. That's Dang right. It. It's a ferret. <laughs> I like when he beats the shit out of that dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> me too. Ass, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and he's in the principal's office. I'm sorry. What did it feel like? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. You like putting um, hands on him? <laughs> Next time you put your hands on him, I'll put my hands on you. <laughs> it's like right. uh, another similar scene in Major Pain where he kicks the shit out of that guy's dad. Oh, I yeah. love that fucking... <laughs> ah, 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 ah. What we have here is a failure to... Fucking forgot what he says. I like when yeah, I love the, that. Little, the little kid's like, "There's a monster in my closet. He's in here, yeah." And shoots it. If you're yeah. in there, he ain't happy. Isn't is it a dad fucking Bam Bam Bigelow? Too? <laughs> like, oh yeah, the, the one who comes to fight him or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, have you ever heard of the little engine that could? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta watch that one, man. I love that fucking movie. Yeah, me too. It's All great. right. My last question for the night that was technically a bonus. <laughs> oh shit but lieutenant dan you ain't got no legs all right this was intentionally my bonus but you know <laughs> you guys took my samurai, took your samurai. all right this one pay attention because there's a little there's there's some elements to it all right name the characteristic of doug's ideal woman for his simulation uh athletic yeah. oh we both started a similar time voluptuous okay. No, 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 no. no. He <laughs> likes athletic, brunette, demure. Uh, he also likes some sleazy though. And sleazy. Oh, Todd stole yeah. it. Todd, Demure's that was the, the that was the hardest one because I I wrote down three and then later on in the movie they're going over them. They're like, oh, you also like them sleazy. Yeah, like, which wow. he did not say in re- the recall office. No, he said yeah. demure, <laughs> demure. <laughs> I would have done uh, voluptuous myself. Mm. Voluptuous, <laughs> fucking mm. stacked Italian, please. <laughs> Italian or Hispanic, please. Thank you. Uh, Hispanic. All right. <laughs> All right. Last uh, question. My last question is I'm going to do a multiple choice for you guys. So, which Ooh. is the highest grossing Call of Duty of all time? Is it 
2013's Call of Duty Ghosts. 2009, Modern Warfare 2. Uh, 2007, Modern Warfare, or 2020, uh, sorry, 2010's Call of Duty Black Ops. 07. So we got 07 on the board, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the first one in the modern franchise. Uh, yeah, I'd go Modern Warfare. Incorrect. Yeah, both really? of us? The correct answer, yeah, is Call of Duty Black Ops Two. 2010. Oh, oh shit. Damn. Followed closely by Modern Warfare 3. And then Black oh, Ops 2, and so on and so on. Damn. Um, all right, last question of the night. In which movie does Arnold play Prince Happy? Red Sonia. Wrong. You said it wrong? <laughs> wrong? Yeah, I said it wrong. Prince Happy. What the fuck is that? Um, I think I know what it is. Is it fucking Conan? Nope. He plays Conan and Conan. <laughs> oh, I thought maybe. Like okay. <laughs> that from the record. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, what's his name? Prince. <laughs> what? Happy. Happy. Prince Ali, I can be Ali. Fuck, what movie does he play Prince Happy? I can't even fucking think oh, of Oh, I think I got I one. You take it because I don't know. It's the fucking. Wait, no, I'm gonna. This sounds stupid too. That's Hercules in New York, isn't it? So the answer was Around the World in 80 Days. Oh, no, I don't think I've seen that movie. Oh, it's, uh, Jackie Chan and uh, yeah. Uh, I, I'm dead. Conan and Hercules. Conan and Hercules. Hey, whatever. <laughs> All right, is that it? That's right. Uh, yes, sir. All right, me and Mondo came away with two points tonight. Steve with one, which brings the total to Steve, a commanding lead of 45 points. Mondo second, 31. Myself, 25. That concludes. Uh, number 14 Tonight. catching up catching up slowly but surely all right you guys ready to dive into this fucking majestic movie Justin right. Oz. steve you take it away man it was your choice give us that synopsis all right how's the dog <laughs> richter you can tie me up if you don't trust me fucking cohagen <laughs> All right. Total Recall, 1990, directed by Paul Verhoeven. So this follows the story of Quaid, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, who is kind of unhappy with his marriage and a little bit unhappy with his job and his life. And he's obsessed with uh, watching Planet Mars, but he is stuck on Earth in his dead-end construction job. So he goes to a service called Recall, where they can implant a dream into your mind and take a vacation uh to anywhere you want in your mind and you can even be someone else which he chooses to be and he chooses to be a uh a secret, secret agent, agent and uh, <laughs> go on this adventure but something Didn't goes wrong and um the machine doesn't work and he risks getting lobotomized so recall sends him back and a whole adventure ensues where it turns out that he was sent he was like memory wiped by himself to uh, like do all this stuff. Infiltrate the rebels. Uh, yeah. Exactly. To infiltrate the rebels on Mars. And the whole adventure ensues where he goes to Mars and he meets up with uh, this woman by the name of Melina. 
that's right melina <laughs> and uh you know they do all this stuff they meet uh, the leader of resistance quato and uh open your mind save, <laughs> save mars by clearing up some alien device that makes the sky blue and have oxygen because that's how they run the government there is that they hold your oxygen hostage um yeah so i mean obviously i fucking loved it i picked it <laughs> it's, it's so um it's one of my movie. top movies i just i've always loved it since i was a kid my dad uh loves arnold schwarzenegger movies so i grew up watching them and this was one of my favorites that i used to watch over and over as a kid i have no joke probably seen it 40 times in my life so damn uh i i know this movie very well and i fucking love it it's so quotable there are so many memorable scenes that's gonna be hard to like talk about them all and i'm sure when i'm <laughs> editing this i'm gonna be like oh fuck i should have talked about this should have talked about this it's just so good there's so many visually striking things that happen in it and i love the like old movies versions of the future and the technology yes. that they think we're gonna have uh some of it is like super overshot like there's no way that they, that should ever gonna happen and some of it's like super basic and it's it's really hilarious to see so yeah that's why i kind of like their video thoughts. phones yeah video right. phones they're they're fat ass <laughs> everyone's always had their head to the side right and then they answer and they're like yeah what is it I'm a friend from the agency. You told me if you ever disappeared to find you. Well, I found you. Here's your fucking briefcase. <laughs> this movie is fantastic. You couldn't man. leave the briefcase in a better spot. No. Like, Fuck behind, you, behind, asshole! Like, like behind a chair, at least. <laughs> or something. <laughs> no, he had to leave it out in public because, you know, that looked like such a safe place to leave it. You know, nobody was going to grab it, right? When I watched this movie, man, when I was a kid, I, I saw it as a teenager and I saw it for like through that teenager lens like, oh, yeah, you know, he's uh, he's fucking winter recall. He's it's everything the movie shows, you, you know, like that he was really the secret agent or whatever. But now looking at this movie again for like my 15th watch or whatever, was he really like what, what what's your takeaway from it because he wakes up he's dreaming about mars right with melina and then yeah. he wakes up from this dream so at that point is that him transitioning from like he was really at recall and this is his dream starting you know what i mean does that make sense so here, here's my biggest thought on if it's recall or whatever like it's too perfect <laughs> <laughs> it's it's too perfect like for me honestly it's like when he wakes up at the beginning of the movie that's his implant um happening like his his whole you know wanting to go to recall and, and like vacation like do this whole thing like that's it starting from this movie's too perfect i mean how does how does they pick demure athletic you know all that shit and it's specifically her or the blue skies that end up at mars at the end like i don't know to me watching this now i think it was all in his fucking head so at Recall, they literally tell him every single thing that's going to happen. Every single every thing. Single every, thing. Everything. Everything. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So he's like, hey, aliens, ruins. And then he's like, blue skies and Mars. That's a new one. And that's that's yes. exactly what happens. They even show <laughs> yeah. pictures of the alien-like thing on yeah. uh, the yes. screen before. So, Yeah, like I said, when I watched it as a teen, I was like, oh, no, he was really the secret agent the whole time. That's crazy. Yeah. But now watching this, I'm like, no, from the minute the movie starts and he's dreaming, that's him like – his subconsciously getting like, you know, put it under, under anesthesia or whatever. And then implanting his mind with the actual secret agent story is when he wakes up. 
to yeah, show and stuff. The best way for you to believe it yourself is to pretend that there's an issue at recall because it starts yes. your adventure at recall. So it's like a perfect way for you to buy what's actually going on. Because if you woke up all of a sudden and you're like midway through in Mars and stuff like that, you wouldn't yeah. buy it, right? You'd no be like, how, how did I get here? But if it starts at recall, then it sells the illusion. But, he, but does, I, does recall work where if I go to recall right now, isn't it just a memory of what happened? Or do you actually play through the entire thing and then you have those memories? It like how's, seems, it, how's it supposed to work? To me, it seems like, I mean, you got to remember this is future as as they visualized it back then, right? So to them, this is the future. I think uh, like this is an ongoing memory. Like, I don't know that there is an ending. I Maybe it glitches at the fucking end. I don't know. He wakes up and that's what we don't see. Because remember at the end of the movie, he kisses her or whatever and then the sun kind of like starts illuminating even brighter to me that was like him waking up at the end that something we don't see i don't know yeah. if you guys felt the same I, way. I, I think it's a dream essentially like he falls asleep yeah. and then um, he wakes up but then later like he feels like it was a real recall it all. he can recall it all because yeah. it, it's like that vivid but it's still just essentially just a dream so how do i mean this motherfucker wakes up right and he's i, I found it really hilarious you know Sharon Stone is is the typical housewife where like he's dream cheating and fucking gets all mad at him, right? But I thought it was funny that Arnold was butt ass fucking naked in that scene already. <laughs> you know, Sharon Stone <laughs> Sharon Stone's got the fucking little nighty thing on or whatever, and he's he's fucking ass crack and everything. Like, oh no, don't get mad. Let's fucking get it over with. Be happy, <laughs> you know. I thought I thought it was fucking hilarious that he, she got so mad at him, dream cheating and shit. And my biggest thing that I wanted to early on in the movie that I want to talk about is how she's like subverting him. Like, oh, why do you want to go to fucking Mars? Let's go to Saturn or something, right? And the motherfucker goes to work. He's chiseled as fuck, right? I mean, I wish I had a job and I was chiseled as fuck. Like, oh, I'm a fucking construction worker. Yeah, but his friend uh, isn't. He's a slob. That's what I, uh, Steve, please give me that fucking impersonation. Please. Which one? Recall, recall. Recall, recall, recall. You get lobotomized, pal. <laughs> oh, dude, that was when I heard him say that the actor and I remember you sending it to us is fucking busting up. But this whole time she's telling him, no, let's go to Saturn. Let's do something else other than Mars. He makes this what seven thirteen hundred dollar decision to go to recall on his own without fucking telling her, like, hey, she wanted to go together, but fuck it, I'm gonna go by myself. I'm gonna just go to recall and go pay all this money and just fucking forget about things for two weeks. Like, come on, dude. Maybe it's a little nitpicky, but I like you buying a PS5 and an Xbox at the same time. (laughs) Hey, who says we're not in a recall right now? (laughs) Somebody needs to spice mine up. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was fucking funny, and then. The chase sequences, like early on, like the uh, when they they're chasing them through the terminal. I always was fascinated with that X-ray machine that they walk mm-hmm. through. I always thought that was so cool as shit. Like, how come we're not at that point? Which I think so. I think nowadays we're pretty close to that. I yeah, don't, I you, mean, I, you, but you get scanned individually now in uh, yeah. in, the, in the tube. I don't know if you ever guys you guys ever did that, but I've uh, never gone through it. No, no. Okay, yeah, I, I have. So basically, you go into this tube, you put your arms up. And this like oh, it's thing. like at the airport. That's you like exactly like yeah. at the airport. So yeah, that's that's what we have in real life. Uh, that's similar to that, I guess, in a way. Yeah, that, I just I, like I always get it. searched on the, after that thing every time. I get searched wow. once in a while. Yeah, yeah. I, I have I a, just, a comment though about that scene. 
Um, Go for it. Actually, a little bit after. Can we can we talk about the dude, the poor son of a bitch on the escalator gets shot twenty five times? That's what yeah. I was about to say. How these guys, how these guys just fucking blatantly opened fire, yeah. ooh, like with no care in the world about who's around them. That dude got fucking human fucking, shield, man. Yeah, it's like from every ass, every angle that guy gets shot. He's just trying to make it to his next fucking flight and fucking He's just going destroyed. home, yeah, having a good time. Fucking gets destroyed. I can't wait to go home and play my PS10. Boom, 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 boom. Done. <laughs> <laughs> there was another part in the movie where, where uh, when he finally, you know, goes to the hotel, finds out he's got the tracker in his nose and shit, and Hauser's explaining, like, you know. Iconic. It's all, it's all up to you. And I like it because I feel like Arnold's response is my my response or anybody's when you play, like, a video game or something, and it's like, oh, the world's gone to shit. We've got the emergence fucking shit happening. We've got... You know, these halo rings flying around and nobody else could do it, but it's up to you to do it. It's fucking Arnold says, great, like fucking <laughs> typical. It, it just like Steve was saying, there's so many quotable fucking parts. Get your ass to Mars. Get your ass to Mars. I, I took so many clips that I'm going to spam on the fucking discord that I want everyone to see. Yeah, th- this movie, um, I saw like old tapes, you know, back in the day, um, it left an imprint. Obviously, we have the three boob scene, which is an imprint. Um, the eye popping scenes were terrifying when they're in the atmosphere. Yeah. Um, even the uh, fucking Benny, like I got five kids to feed, and he has his little arm thing. He and said then, that so much though that yeah. it like I think now, like as an adult watching it again, shut the fuck it up. It kind of got a, it kind of got annoying because he said it like four or five times. I got five kids to feed, man, and then at the end when it's like. I got four kids to feed. What happened to the fifth? Oh, you got me, man. And then like a <laughs> vagina face mutant played by Hank Schrader from Walking Bad. Yeah, yeah. Dennis Doors. Yeah. From Walking Bad. Is that what you said? I mean, Walking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking break, break, Bad. Break you're all bad. fucked up. Fucking Schrader. Get over here, Schrader. No, what was his name? Tony. <laughs> you have I the, never... I never knew the prostitute. Yeah, I never knew her name was Thumb. Her name was Thumbelina. I didn't know that in real life. In the fucking movie, because I watch I watch all my movies with fucking subtitles now, because I'm fucking old as shit. Can't you're telling me you're calling me old for drinking coffee? Yeah, but whatever. You're fucking what? You read into everything. (laughs) But it's funny because you pick up stuff that maybe you wouldn't have picked up before when they said. When they're throwing her the gun over the fucking bar, and he's like, "Here, Thumbelina." I was like, "That's fucked up. Why she gotta have a little person's name too?" <laughs> That's fucked up. Speaking of like random shit, there. I don't know if you guys heard it, but there was a scene where he, I don't even know what it was, but he's walking or something, and this guy walks by with the girl, and he's like, "I really like that skirt." And I was like, "What? The, why did they leave that in the movie? It was so random." It's background dialogue. I really like can, that skirt. Can I share with you guys, please? my favorite scene and also the most annoying scene for me in this movie. So my favorite fucking scene in this entire movie, and there's a lot of them, but this one has always stuck out to me is the end with the hologram. And, you know, they're shooting him. "Ah!" (laughs) Right. And then he goes and he tricks them later. <laughs> I think I'm the real queen. The real house. You think this is a real queen? Or, no, he says, you think this is the real house? It is. <laughs> he fucking kills him. But here's also my biggest fucking gripe in this movie. When he first puts on that hologram mm-hmm. and he walks in and fucking Michael Ironside and the whole army, that crossfire is going to kill everything, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't kill them. They shoot the fucking hologram. It spazzes out. <laughs> and then 
Two minutes later, Melina gets the fucking hologram. Her hologram's walking. Two guys come up, two soldiers, and they start shooting at it and slowly at each other, and they die. Yeah, what yeah. the fuck? I, I wrote that too. A, that has yeah. always pissed me off in this movies. How? You just broke your own fucking rules. How? You think this is the real house? It is. Yeah. There was another mistake that really bothers me on a professional level. Which uh, one's this so, fucking wires so, so, at the end? No, no, no. Uh, so for you who don't know, I work for the border service. That's what I do for a living. And yeah, at the, at the border scene, when they have the two weeks girl, two uh, weeks. The, the guy takes the passport and he stares at it and he stares at her, which is right. You know, you have to look at the picture yeah. and make sure it matches. Then he stamps the passport and then he asks the questions. The questions, yeah. Like he's like, uh, do, are you bringing fruits and vegetables? No, no, no. You don't fucking stamp the passport first and then ask the questions. You, questions. you ask the goddamn yeah. questions and then stamp the passport. So that bothered me so much. I don't know why that like just hurt me. <laughs> I, I because I hate you personally. Yeah. <laughs> I have one that bothers me too. Um, it's a terrible safety design to not have the fucking shields automated. Right, <laughs> where, you have, where you have to, you have to struggle to hit a big red button to save everyone's lives. Like, how easy is it to have? Oh shit, we lost pressure. Automatic doors drop. Every other sci-fi movie does it. <laughs> well, why the why the fuck do you have single pane windows in Mars right, to see exactly. outside? I mean, that makes no fucking sense. You can fly uh, to Saturn, but you don't have fucking <laughs> bulletproof glass to protect yeah, yourself on Mars. Fuck, it's single pane fucking windows everywhere, and even like at the end when they start escaping from Michael Ironside and there's that big backdrop of nothing but fucking windows looking out to the pyramid and I'm like what the fuck dude I mean I get stylistically you have to do this but it's such a it's as bad as the hologram scene but did you guys see the wires at the end when he's trying to put his hand in the fucking um, alien reactor thing no I didn't notice but I I must have rewinded like six or seven times. You could see them on Cohagen and Arnold. I mean, they're as visible as fucking day on their hips. Like, I mean, this is editing in the nineties though, so I'll give them a pass. But it was fucking terrible, dude. I was like, look at to my my oldest. I'm like, look at the wires and shit. Um, but it was fucking funny. And one of my other favorite parts of this movie, a catchphrase is when Benny, um, is trying to mow them down with that mining thing. There's this scene where like one of the rocks falls and fucking bitch slaps the shit out of the side of Molina's head. And I'm thinking like, if that's, if this is supposed to be realistic, like a movie, like that shit would have fucking killed her unconsciously. I'm actually going to send it to you guys right now. Um, but when he's going to kill fucking Benny, he, screw you, Benny. <laughs> I fucking love it, dude. I hate Benny. Fuck. Fucking Benny. He looks like jerks in profile from the Texas Rangers. If oh, you ever want Open your mind. Speaking of that, one thing I I fucking adore about this movie is the makeup. Like it's the, good. The, the mutants look really good. Uh, like you said, when they uh, like they, they're exposed to you know to Mars, like the way their tongues and their faces just like bulge up is great. And Quato, man, Quato is fucking awesome. I love that goddamn character. Fucking Quato was amazing. I can tell your future. I can guess your birthday. I bet you're a Taurus. That's not my birthday. When is my birthday? He gave her a quarter. <laughs> he gave her a quarter. He's a fucking quarter. So who do you recommend this movie to? Everybody. <laughs> my kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good movie, man. I mean, this is one that, I mean, it came out in the 90s, dude. I mean, we're, what, 30 years plus? Um, 
removed from it and shit. Like, I love this fucking movie. I will watch it over and over again. If it's on TV, it's a must watch. Yeah, I think anyone... Paul, Paul Verhoeven just has a look. Such great movies. A too. look, yeah. Robocop, Troopers, all the violent ones, man. He's just ultra-violent. So, sci-fi, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger lovers. I, yeah, anyone. Anyone who likes this kind of sci-fi or action movies. You gotta see this Because it... The story was good, you know. It wasn't yeah. a terrible story. It got you thinking, which I is a good, you know. I know Steve. That's probably why you picked it because it's really it's a it's a thinker, and the practicality, the catchphrases. I mean, this movie is fucking beautiful. It's like a strong fucking ten out of ten, man, all day long. So before we get into scores, I have a couple questions for you guys. Okay, go. Number one, would you do the girl with the triple boobs? Yes. <laughs> I'm not surprised with you. <laughs> uh, Todd's like, oh. you, Todd? In the perfect world, no diseases on planet Mars. <laughs> sure. Okay. Now, would you go to a strip club called the Last Resort? <laughs> no. Uh, probably not. <laughs> although I did, although I did go to one in North Las Vegas called Chicas Bonitas. I do not recommend it. <laughs> okay. And my last question, so we were talking about uh, the end at the beginning of the segment, but so why would Recall program having somebody from Recall trying to convince you that it's not real? Like why? It's part of the it's part of the espionage spy thing. It's yeah, uh, that's the one scene I'm like, I don't know if they needed this. You know, it's just that dude that dude looks just like the guy from captain america winter soldier armin he Zola. does yeah yeah they like i thought they were the same fucking like fucking gene pool <laughs> um but no you're right that was a that was a weird like thrown in scene but i understand it on the overall narrative about i mean he's living his fucking spy story he wanted he's, everyone's chasing him telling him one thing believing another uh i don't think he was revealed that hauser supposedly was this was all like to infiltrate the rebels at that time, right? Had it been revealed yet? Not yet, no. Not yet, no. no not till the end. Yeah, I was cool though. I, I mean, I appreciate that scene because the guy got the fucking headshot and it was fantastic. Yeah. But, <laughs> and then Sharon Stone, what have you done? <laughs> what about the cuck fucking um, Ironside loaning his wife out? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> When, when the white dude's like, yeah, she's getting baned by Doug or Quaid all night. I'm sure she really hated that. Yeah. <laughs> was was Michael Ironside not like the perfect cast, though, for like this? He's villain? perfect in everything. He's great, man. God, he's great. I mean, it was not like, a you know, usually a, next to Arnold, you get some other like iron pumping dude, right? Instead, you got Ironside on this one. And it's like all dad bods rejoiced in happiness because not only, you know, oh, I can't say a hair joke. Sorry. Never mind, Steve. <laughs> I'm fucking around. Wow. I love, <laughs> I love Michael Ironside, man, this movie. And I think this is what introduced me to Michael Ironside for the first time. And then, you know, Starship Troopers afterwards. But it's like the perfect casting all around on this fucking thing, dude. It's a great fucking movie. Yeah, I agree. I Obviously, I fucking love this movie. I think it's one of Schwarzenegger's best. What What is the downfall, though? Because I know Steve and I didn't give it a perfect five on Letterboxd. So what's the downfall, Steve? Uh, I think it could have been more violent. Like, the kills were a little tame. Like, when he kills his wife, it's just like a hole in her head, but there's, like, barely any blood, you know? Uh, it could have been, I think, amped up a little bit. Uh, it's uh, a little slow at certain points, 
Yeah. Um, you know, st- stuff like that, but nothing. It's just, I, I have a hard time giving a movie a perfect score, you know? Um, yeah. But you're the, you got the film background though. So it makes sense. I mean, you're, I'm just the casual like fucking viewer, dude. I don't know shit. Right. And yeah, like, like we talked about, there are a few like holes in it, you know, with like, the, especially with the shooting part there near the end, that was just. That's terrible, man. Yeah. That, that, that's a big overlook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my but God. I still absolutely loved it. So. So what do you give it? Uh, for me, I give it a nine out of 10. You know, it's, it's a great fucking movie and I watch it a lot and I'll keep watching it a lot. I mean, I, I had it on VHS, I had it on DVD, now I have it on Blu-ray. It's and it's streaming on Netflix. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Todd? I'm right there. Four and a half on Letterboxd or a nine out of 10. It's one of the best Arnold movies, period. So definitely a top five for him. Yeah. I yeah. Agree. Todd, you get the pick for the next movie. What'd you give it? Watching. Did you get me ready? I did 10, dude. I love this fucking movie. Ten. Yeah, I mean, it's fun all around. I mean, from start to finish. And now that I'm older and watching it from like a different perspective because of my age, like, you know, where I saw it one way before as a teenager, I see it differently entirely um, as an adult. And I think that adds that adds to the movie, minus the, the scene that, you know, we talked about to death. Um, that, that scene sucks and it always like, fucking makes me mad but i love it it's fun i do wish they would have cast someone different in the molina role yeah but yeah. I, I wasn't a big fan of hers uh that's probably the one casting choice i was like kind of meh on but yeah it was if you're gonna have either. if you're gonna have someone next to arnold like i mean it doesn't have to be someone super famous but i just kind of felt like she was a weaker end of this movie i mean you got like, sharon stone ironside and arnold that, that's the thing to me like if you're gonna go after another woman, it's got to be someone better than Sharon Stone. You know? Oh, she's <laughs> yeah. smoking. It just wasn't happening, and that's that's kind of a it's like why would you step down? Kind of, you know, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah. Well, I'm torn between two movies. So I'm gonna have you guys decide subliminally for me. Uh, Mondo, you represent one movie. Steve represents one movie. Think, thinking of a number one through ten, Mondo pick. I'm going lucky number seven, baby. Yeah, Steve pick. I'll go uh, nine. All right, Mondo was spot on with seven. We're doing Tom Cruise, Steven Spielberg directed Minority Report. Oh, shit. That's a good movie. It's a great movie. I believe it's 2002, somewhere around there. Uh, Another mindfuck of a movie. (laughs) (laughs) The other one, which I might do in the future, but it was good. Robocop. uh, I thought about it. No. Uh, Murder, Death, Kill. Oh, oh, shit. I nice. Demolition that. Man. Nice. Oh, that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking that movie, man. Oh. <laughs> Murder Death that, Kill. Yeah. That's probably, that's probably like uh, that's the, the Stallone version of like Recallness right there, man. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a fucking excellent movie. But uh, yeah, Minority Report stars Tom Cruise in the future where murder has basically been wiped out because they have these things. I believe they're called the Oracles, right? Yeah. Um, that can predict who's going to get murdered and these cops go arrest you for future crimes that you haven't committed yet. So I'm excited to watch it. Saw it in the theater. Haven't watched it in a long time. Got it on blue. So it's time to dust it off. Yeah. I think I saw it like two months ago and it was oh, again, it was like a, one of those movies where you started seeing it through. I, it was one of those movies on TV that I kind of had in the background. So I can't really say I watched it, watched it, but I definitely would love to revisit that because I haven't seen it since I was a teenager. Awesome. Yeah. So, and then in two weeks from now, from this episode, we'll be finishing off uh, my my last game pick, which was Playtale Innocence. So we'll have to endure a little bit more of Hugo 
and Amicia. Amicia. So I'm scared. Yeah, I met, <laughs> Amicia, don't go too far. What was that Wait, noise? That... I heard something. Oh, okay. Uh, I sound like the fucking pigs from Shrek. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this little piggy just wants to go home. Oh, man. But Total Recall, man, if you haven't seen it, which you're, it's insane if you haven't, but definitely give it a watch. If you've seen it, watch it again because it's so much fun. And let me know or let the boys know here um, what you think about that damn fucking scene with the hologram, man. <laughs> you think it it's is. the real house? <laughs> it is my favorite scene in the whole movie. <laughs> so. All right, man. All right, gentlemen. Thank have a good night, everybody. Yeah, have a good one. Bye. Don't bullshit me. Do you think this is the real Quaid? It is.